This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Ford and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around the iPhone, get that Android, get the iPad, and get ready for Dr. Drew's This Life with Bob and Bruce. Hey, That's guys. a new intro. That's right. It's a new intro. It's yeah. cool. Bob, Bob, welcome. Bruce. Old-time radio. Hey, Orson Welles type. Thank you for joining us, Bruce, as well. Dr. Here. Bruce Heishober. Um, so, Bob, we have a very special guest. Uh, one of my favorite human beings. Go ahead. Heidi Fleiss is here online with us. Hey, Heidi. Uh, hi, guys. Oh. Hi. How are you, kid? Well, the truth is, I do struggle with my addiction, and... I've watched, I don't know, I'm sure you watch Montana Meth and Sheila Nevins' Meth Storm and all that. I do watch those things to horrify myself, but it doesn't, it hasn't happened all the way yet. And then a few months ago, I realized I really don't need to do drugs anymore. I finally have money. I have this and this. And I started to make them some changes to, to get them out of my life forever. Cool. And awesome. I, ra- I ran into one roadblock uh, to overcome and then I'll be all right. <laughs> is, is what, what is motivating you? What, why the, the change of heart? Well, I, I think before I was kind of stressed over money and my future and handling the stress drugs is a coping mechanism where you don't have to think about it or stress about it. Uh-huh. Anxiety. And, yeah, because I try to analyze it. Like, why do I do drugs? It's a coping mechanism. Why? Why? Well, how come I won't drink alcohol, smoke a cigarette? How come I only eat organic? How come I do all this other weird stuff? But I, the drug thing is just, yeah, I do think about it. And I'm open about my addiction issues because I, I want people to know I have, a, I have a problem. So if my behavior is weird, it's probably why. Yeah, I, I always... I always had this fantasy, and I've told you this before, Heidi, that you're going to go get like a professional degree or something or a veterinary degree or training or something. I still, every time I talk to you, I still, that fantasy comes to mind for me. Are you thinking you about know, that? You know, when you told me that, I wish I took it seriously because I'd be a doctor right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, you would be. That's right. You I just, would. But, you, but guess what? what? Guess what? We'll talk four years from now, and we could, say this, we could say the same thing. That's Her right. dad's a doctor. It's not too Her late. dad was a doctor. But, yeah. But what I'm doing, Drew, it's a higher calling. And I know Martin Luther King was a doctor. And people like um, like Cesar Chavez, Susan B. Anthony. Do you remember maybe 25 years ago, I think the girl's name was Jennifer um, Butterfly Hill. And she sat up in a tree. A tree. And, uh, I met that girl. I met that girl. Wow. Okay. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. We're on getting internet challenges and, the, and injustice. I'm sorry, did you, technical difficulties? Yeah, technical difficulties. No. So okay. the the girl that that lived up okay, in the tree to the save tree. it, okay. right? She was a teenager. Her name was Butterfly. So she sat yeah. up in a, like an old oak tree and she stopped, you know, a huge corporation of logging people. And she saved the forest. And I always thought about that to be at her age, 14, 15, and sit up in a tree two years. That's hardcore. And that's admirable. And that really stood out in my mind when I heard about it, even though I was a teenager. And what I'm doing is, is the same kind of journey. It's something that is not popular. Um, if someone told me, Heidi, you know, your friend, whatever, they're saving captive macaws right now, I'd be like, what a kook. What a weirdo. <laughs> like, you know, it just it sounds so so bizarre. Like, how high are they? Or did they fry their brain? Or, you know, it just sounds so weird. But it's a problem. And well, you want to know does- my take, Heidi? I've known you a long time. You want to know my take on why it is? You what? are truly a compassionate person. I know I know. most people don't know you. They just know what they read in the papers or know about you in, in the situation you were in. I know you, and you have as much compassion and empathy as I do, but you have contempt for humanity. I do. And that's a bad I combo. It's, it's a bad combo. I think, I think humanity's toxic it's waste. It's not. I There's think goodness that, everywhere. I think the planet can't sustain the population. I think that you know, I, I think that there's nothing humanity contributes the planet benefits by except for this destruction. You prove like my point. Said, so, Drew, add that up for us. Yeah. And she's now found something to put her compassion towards, which are the birds. No, I haven't found it. I, Bob, I don't want these birds are so horrible. It's not glamorous. <laughs> it's not fun. They're annoying. It's so hard. They are but scary I, sometimes. I, I cannot go on with my life and not – someone has to try and change this. But we were at change this what? point change five what? years ago. Well, change what? They can't – you can't take these birds and put them in cages for, and they live 80 years. You yeah. can't do it. Yeah. It, you, you just can't do it. And so, and so they're flying around your property now, right? They're all getting out. I saw a video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They fly all around. But Did you know that most too? of them are – it's kind of like when you take kids in a weird orphanage, how they don't grow up with the bonding and the love and the proper parenting, how they have a, a higher chance of, of being incarcerated and addiction and, and whatnot. Most birds are the ones that fly around and they're easy. Those are ones that are the next generation that were born here. So I'm really fighting for the next generation of parents, but I still want to free all the ones Ultimately, if I can accomplish this in every state, have one place where the birds could live free. Well, Just one spot. Heidi, Bob and I, we don't feel humanity is a waste. And, and we're sort of fighting the same The same fight, fight actually. Yeah, but we're doing it on behalf of people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and is that is that relatable? But I, but I, you? You, but you know I'm what I for, say? See, my shirt, I, it says, you live in the cage. Can you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, but, cages are for people, not for the birds. But I, I would argue that both don't need it. In a society that's so divisive and so hateful, what do you do with your compassion towards others? You can focus on children like I have been. I just want to help children and be around kids. But why would and- I? A lot of people do that. No one helps these birds. These birds need, they, they need help. What I, Bob, what I encounter uh, every, um, is ne- it's so painful. 
Well, I'm scared you're going to get so famous with it that every person who wants to dump a bird dumps them on you. Well, hopefully one day I'll have have a setup where that would be okay. How many have you got now? Well, that's kind of irrelevant because one is too many. You had like 30 when I was out there. How many you got now? About the same number. Oh, okay. But, but it's irrelevant because there's so many that need help. I work with rescues, obviously. Last week I was telling his wife, I had to drive to some weird place like past Bakersfield, um, past Lake Isabella. And it was like a weird, like a hunting cabin. And this woman had like a concrete bunker garage with two macaws separated and cages with padlocks on it. And one was going blind um, from only being fed sunflower seeds. And the other one was crippled. And it, it was so painful for me to see. And not only that, they loved each other and they were caged apart with padlocks. And to see that the, and it, you, people, oh, they're just birds. Their feelings are shouldn't be dismissed because they're just as strong as yours well, and mine. Well, you know that people have been saying they're just dolphins, they're just birds, they're just they're just killer yeah. whales. Yeah. And that's there's just... going to be a price to pay for all this in the end. There's going to be a high price to pay because when people bring up the dolphins and the whales, I I say uh uh uh. I'm about the captive macaw, and I'm not trying to rescue the species at all. And I'm not trying to reintroduce them to the wild. No. The ones that are languishing, languishing I'm sorry, in, in detached structures and, and these void lives uh, stripped of all their dignity are the ones that I'm trying to change. What do you think it is about this particular species that, that attracts you the way it does? It's I think probably because I hated the cage. First, I thought it was it had to do with my prison, Drew, and then I realized it has to do with my mind. That the thought of living my whole life in one spot would be so awful, Drew. Imagine if you lived your whole life just in one spot. There are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Americans living in prisons for the rest of their lives. Do, do the drugs lock you in or let you free? I mean, I'm trying to figure well, out. Okay, when I was 19, I lived in, in a, outside of Geneva in France in a chateau, maybe a 14th century chateau. And there was a little village called Seyssel where the, the, uh, a river ran through the little town. And it was one of those cool, like old stone village, but it was generation after generation after generation lived there and i thought how come no one built a rowboat or a raft and just went down the river how come they just know they're gonna <laughs> she's out the side <laughs> she wants to go and, outside. And what, and what answer did, wants to go outside. what answer did you imagine yeah. uh, uh, i think that and i thought like how come what they wouldn't build a raft or, yeah. or just go and leave the village you yeah. know, leave the village what'd you conclude that some people have that mind to leave the village and some people don't. Okay. And what are you? I couldn't stay in that village knowing <laughs> there's the whole world out there. But, but it, it's strange to me that you ended up in a desert. You know, this is, this, that is just, you know, I, I could change that at any time now. But that's only because it was for the sex business because it's legal here. I see. Okay. So, you, so you, that, that's not about that's the, the only. And yeah. I was too high to realize to buy a property in Los Angeles. So I spent $500,000 on some property here back then. And 
I've made a lot of money from Bitcoin right now. From, from Bitcoin? Bitcoin? Yeah. You did. Get out. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I no. did. I bought in at 600. Oh my 600 God. bucks? Jesus. Yeah, and to, to save myself, I, I, it's the smartest thing and stupidest thing in one. This is what I did. I bought in at 600. I don't know what made me research it and do it. And then, because I, I was concerned about my future. And also, I, because of my addiction, gambling, and my, and my uh, soft heart, what I'm doing with the birds, I had to put the money away from me. So a friend in New York, I've known 20 years, of course. But I didn't know the account was going to go to over $4 million in 10 months. And so I'm some issues with her, but that'll be worked out legally. So let me ask you this. One of, one of the questions my father-in-law asked the other day, and I didn't have the answer to, what do you buy Bitcoins with? American dollars? Okay, Chinese yen? I, how, do you, how do you get in? Gonna, Does anybody know? I'm going to explain really easy Bitcoin. Okay, don't think of it as a currency. Think of it as a software like iOS, like Android, yeah. or Microsoft. Like when you buy Microsoft, every time you buy your – it's already built in the computer, and you're already paying for it. So that's how you're buying Microsoft. When you buy Bitcoin, you, it's the easiest way. You, I'm going to send you some by email, Bob, Andrew, okay. uh, on Coinbase. When you register, you link your bank account, and you can buy and sell it at, the way you want. Do you know about but it, Drew? What's that? My son does it a little bit. Does he? Yeah. And this, so- is interesting, uh, this is what's interesting about the cryptocurrency. There are whole systems going to change. Wall, like, to me, Wall Street and all that stuff, it's old technology. It's archaic. People are based on profit and losses, quarterly earnings. If you're on the blockchain, there's books. You can't cook the books. You can't have those crooked books that, you know, that, that uh, documentary. Did you see it on Herbal Life? Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch I'm it at f- all I here? I didn't. I'm familiar with it. Okay, though. I guess I- Okay, well, Herbal Life, you're aware it's a fraud, right? It's not a real product. It's a pyramid scheme. It's based. Herbal Life is, is based on getting. So yeah, many based, people are involved in the pyramid scheme. Well, I see yeah, all the bumper well, stickers. That's why, it, <laughs> that's why it's going under right now because there's not enough people on the planet to sustain it. It's based on getting your family and friends to sell more Herbal Life. That's how you make money on Herbal Life. Yeah, it's not some product that, that it's like it's something you would buy at um at the dollar store. It's like sugar and some fake stuff. You know, it's not there's nothing beneficial in herbal life. It, really? it's like I thought it was like a whole food you could eat. Bruce, you want to chime in? Are you on herbal life? No. I know about Bitcoin. My, <laughs> oh, you I've do? bought some Bitcoin before. Oh, you did? Okay, you bought the Bitcoin. So you know about Bitcoin. Well, so people say, oh, Bitcoin's uh, a fraud, a pyramid scheme. No, herbal it's not a pyramid scheme because that's Herbalife, multi-level marketing. It's based on bringing your family and friends in to make more money. And then if it was, um, you know, a Ponzi scheme, that's borrowing from MasterCard to pay Visa, you know, like Bernie um, Madoff. You know, he borrowed from one investor to pay the other. Bitcoin is exactly what it says it is. It's a blockchain technology. I would just say the one, one thing I would say is that, uh, I showed this article to my son about Sir Isaac Newton, who bought mm-hmm. into the South Sea uh, organization, the South Sea Bubble, the right. South Sea Company. He bought into it and made a ton of money, and then got out, was very happy, 
but his friend stayed in and made a lot more money. So he got back in and made a lot more money and then lost Almost everything. everything right? Sir Isaac Newton. Okay, but this Newton. isn't a bubble. Sir Isaac so, Newton. This is not a bubble, Drew. But let's talk, about, let's talk about meth. So I knew Heidi before okay, wait, the meth. I knew me, Heidi before the meth. Bitcoin, this quick. is not because wait, of meth. This no, is how she is. No, I know it's Heidi. Wait, What's the hustle? Wait, before meth, listen. Before <laughs> meth. Before <laughs> meth, one thing. Okay, since Bitcoin's inception, inception, every year it's beat out every other investment, real estate, gold, anything else. It's beat it out except for one year when Mt. Gox went under, and there, that's right. a, a reason I, why. I would just it. argue that tulips did as well in, in 1642. No, 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 no. But this is a real technology. The blockchain technology is being implemented. Okay, I know. Block, I know. Blockchain. I understand. Yeah. I think the issue with it is if. The it's scalability. Re- it's going to be right, but it's going to be regulated. The SEC wants to regulate it as a security because it represents more of a security than a currency. Yeah. And if they do that, then there are tax tax issues. Yeah. So what? Pay, so what? Pay the taxes. Who care? Pay your taxes. Who cares? Right. Well, when the SEC gets involved, I think it becomes a lot more complex. But that's. I don't think it's going to. But go how could be out by then? So yeah. in event. So, yeah. so so. Anyways, what you got to understand is everybody's going to be seeing this about the birds and about the uh, Bitcoin and Bernie Madoff and Herbalife and think it's meth. No. This is how Heidi is, and I think she needs to embrace who she is and stop the drugs and just be Heidi. What what is wrong with that, Heidi? Be, be, I would argue because there, that her disdain for humanity creates a hole, and the birds you don't need, fill it. You need there's people. Pain, there's pain. It's because I'm like when I see those saw, picked up those birds, and the pain of seeing these two birds that loved each other that were padlocked three feet apart. One was fed. Deprived of natural sunlight till it went blind and fed only sunflower seeds till it went blind. It, it just that someone here you are, Drew, you and your wife and Bob, you guys, you're going to fancy dinners, you're buying fancy cars, and you're fancy stuff. And these two birds are sitting in a dungeon, just they're hurting. But they had you, but they no had you, but here's the it. thing and there's human beings that are living in dungeons and all this kind of stuff, and we're trying. You try to do what you can where you are with what you've got, and you rescued them. That's the beauty of the world. Oh, this makes it worse. Someone captured these from the wild, I don't know, 50 years ago to make money. That's the part that makes me sick. But if humanity is such a waste, what about your contribution to those birds? Yeah, it's valuable. It has value. I think about it a lot. You remember when I was out there with you and I went to a thrift store near your house and I bought a chest of drawers. I still have it. It's in my bedroom. Every time I come by that place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time I look at it, I think of Heidi's out there with those birds and she's fighting the good fight. There's something that enriches us all that you're fighting the good fight for the birds and I'm fighting the good fight for the drug addicts. But but I think Heidi needs, I think you need people more than you think, Heidi. She doesn't well, have a lot at, of good was, people around not, her. I was in Malibu on PCH, maybe a $50 million house this guy has. He had his blue and gold macaw. The bird was tethered down. And the yeah. rescue that I worked with, someone contacted it. I went over to his, drove from Nevada to his house. And he knew who I was. Hi, I'm very friendly. Because it's best for me to educate the owner and teach him a different way. Sure. And and he, I said, can I see your bird? And he brought me down. And I'm not kidding. Their enclosure was like a $35 homemade gnarly chicken wire, ugliest thing out by. And here he is living in this mansion. And I started to cry, but I knew I had to hold it in or him and his wife were going to say, get off my property because I'm judging them. So I, 
I held it in the best that I could to, to explain to him about tying him down. Then I told him um, that he, they said, well, do you know someone who will buy the birds? And look, I can't buy everyone's bird. I don't, that's won't help. I said, well, if you want them to have a good home forever, I can do that. Or I will pay for you to build a proper aviary or big cages and toys. Anyways, and besides that, I made up a flyer that said abuse macaws with his home address and showed the picture of the bird being tethered. uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That's the old school ID right there. That, that, That immediately brought on the legal, his whole legal team, everything. And I'm my to the rescue that I work with. They said, "Well, Heidi's doesn't you know she's not part of this rescue. You know, we know her, but she's you know. But look, I make me wrong. I want the guy to. I want to be a liar. I want to be wrong. Fix it. Don't tie him down. Give them a good place. I want to be wrong in this situation. But well, why are why are they so popular? I don't. So they cost a lot of money, right? They cost like five grand. Is that how much they're selling? No, no. How much? There's no real value in them. I mean, people pay a thousand dollars from one from one to that one thousand to twenty thousand. Okay, I'll yeah. show you twenty. 000. So <laughs> so and I've seen it, and so people are vi- buying them as and as, then they get rid of them, and they think that it just like almost like a puppy oh, on Christmas, and they think that it's going to be yeah. wonderful, right, Drew? Yeah. And then they get tired of them, but they don't know what to do. Wow, look how beautiful. Yeah. Wow, let's see that again. Okay, hold on. He switches back and forth. There he is. There he is. Hello, buddy. Oh, my God. Wow. But this is my rarest bird right here, right? This guy, Simba. They they only have them left in Costa Rica, that one. Anyways, but... There's no value to them. Every rescue is overcrowded. No, but what I'm saying is I'm I'm just because I've seen it happen with puppies and and I imagine it happens with birds is the owners are just buying something they want for entertainment or whatever. And they're they're in no way prepared for what it takes to be the owner of one of these birds. So couldn't you you form a company that... A company that educates yeah, them and te- teaches them how to how to care for the bird, or actually provides the services to care for the bird. Interesting. Now you're talking about an. Ob- how about how about getting a therapist and not a bird? Because a cage, they have wings. It's it's crazy. It's a great idea. Yeah, Get a puppy I, or a therapist the, or a pacifier. Well, the <laughs> one friend of mine that has one. He lives in a small apartment off of Hollywood and Normandy, but the bird goes everywhere with him, and the cage is always open. The bird goes into the cage, but yeah, I've never but, but, seen that bird fly. I don't think it can that's fly. That's okay. That's okay, but they're unnatural bonds, Bob. That's okay, but you know what I mean? That that It's not a natural bond to make them... It's Be, like that movie, Boxing Helena. Do you remember that? Yeah. Boxing. With Madonna or something. Or no, it was... Um, that it was Kim Bassinger was supposed to uh, be it, but that it was a really beautiful actress, a brunette. I forget. And yeah. The doctor fell in love with her, stalked her, captured her, and then he amputated her limb by limb so she could never get away. Jesus, you never saw that and movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Heidi. Her uh, vision of humanity. Says, I know. In the end, the girl says to him, "Please don't leave me. I love you." Because. Look what happened. Oh, That's wow. what you're do- This is what we do to these birds. You do that to them, so you create this That's unnatural bond. That's what we've done to the millennials. 
the what? The, that kind of that's the millennial thing. Oh yeah, cut can't, their, can't cut get their home. legs yeah, off. Can't get away. Cut their legs off and then say, "Please, I love you." Stay but with but me. there, Heidi, let's be real. There, there is a bond between this guy and the bird that's like it's his best friend, and the bird obviously doesn't have a point of reference. It thinks this human is its best friend, and they're just always together for twenty five years. I've seen them. That's not a bad thing in this horrible world that you're describing. But I, I have a feeling that people don't know how to, they don't know what to expect when they buy one of these birds. They really don't. Yeah. They are kind of a nightmare. Did we lose Heidi? Sorry, guys. Oh, Sorry. No problem. No problem. We're just talking about birds. Yeah. So, well, so, you it, know this, I don't know if you heard, but my friend is best friends with his bird, and he, the bird is his best friend, and I know the bird doesn't have a reference of how to be best friends with birds, because it was raised in capti- captivity in most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, well, but know, it's beautiful, but it's beautiful. It's yeah, like, I know people like that, too, yeah. and that's fine. That's fine, but for the next generation, they don't need to do that, though. It's, it, it's a... Let him fly. Let him be a bird. Why are you making what it's like boxing Helena? Why are you forcing this thing? Yeah, it's beautiful. They love each other, but the bird should be flying around and eating berries and, and you know doing its thing. It yeah. shouldn't be just dependent on this, this guy. So Heidi, you I know? wanna I wanna come out and visit. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out to va- hey, were you a part do you have any friends who were at that shooting? Wait, hold on, hold on, what? hold on. We're gonna find out after the break. We are so pleased to welcome Hydrolyte back to the program. Hydrolyte is not only a product that I can safely recommend to you. It is something that I use, and Susan, my first lady of love, our producer, uses just about every day. And it is simply the best oral rehydration product I've ever tried, that I've ever seen. I wish I'd invented it myself. And there are many reasons you should keep some around. This is the time of year it is impossible to avoid getting sick, cold, flu, stomach bugs, and I think everyone knows we're in the middle of a big influenza season. They can knock you out. But staying hydrated, particularly if you get sick, is very important. Even if you manage to avoid these pathogens, your schedule is half as busy as mine. Getting in your eight glasses of water a day isn't just going to happen. And if you're working out regularly, you definitely run the risk of getting a little dehydrated, and this keeps your volume up. The beauty of Hydrolyte, whether you're sick or not, you can absolutely benefit from the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. Hydrolyte does this better than sports drinks or water alone. I know you're used to using sports drinks. This is better, I'm telling you. As a physician, I can vouch for that. Hydrolyte comes in flavors like orange, berry, and lemonade, available in a premixed drink, a powder, or what I like, the effervescent tablet. You can simply drop in a bottle of water, and then you got it. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolyte with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle of package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon. Also, for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolyte. Just click the banner on our website, drdrew.com, use the code D-R-D-R-E-W-18, that's Dr. Drew 18 at checkout, and you will save 30% on Hydrolite, and it's silly not to do it. That's Dr. Drew 18. We're back. We're the okay. slice, and you asked I, the- I want to say, I want to come out and visit. I'm co- going to come out to Vegas with Elvis and my new daughter, and, and but do you know anybody that was out there at that concert? I'm sure you know, you, what, you know everybody. You know everybody. Yeah. That night... I was visiting. I have this a fancy friend who lives in the Veer Towers, who, which are those, you know, the By fancy high rises yeah. in front of Aria, right on the strip. Yeah. So I left her house and I'm start driving home, and I'm like, "What is all this traffic? What?" You know, it was just weird. And then I got the next day. I couldn't believe what had went on. I was, it was 
How crazy. I love, crazy. though, how that news reports and says there were no there were no signs. Really? The guy has all these weapons and yeah. stuff piling yeah. and there, oh, that's just so normal. There were no signs. He wasn't know? he wasn't from Pahrump. Where was he from? He was from out there somewhere. Yeah, he was some in I think closer to, to Carson City. Closer, yeah. closer to but but, I mean, and it looked like he was from a nice you know, he was a millionaire and whatnot, but someone who spends their life playing video poker and collecting guns, I think there are some signs. <laughs> Mistreating you know? his wife, too. We, we need you in our society, Heidi, so that you can point those things out, not isolate it <laughs> away. Because that's what exactly what I said. in Hollywood? What, what do you think? What do you the do? What? You cover that on your show all the time, huh? The what? The what? All the sexual stuff in Hollywood. You knew. You know, oh, yeah. You what do you think of that, this? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you do you think knew of this? all that. Interesting. But yeah, it, some of it, I think, is, is really taken out of context because look at. First of all, I'm sure they all really slept with Harvey. There's no well. I I was I he just gave me this and I was ran out the door. That's bullshit. And I'm sure it was you sleep with me and I'll make you famous. Well, it looks like he did come through for a lot of people. I'm not defending him at all because well, no isn't it when I that. when I think about the whole thing with Harvey, he was around when you were around, so you knew. What yeah. was going on? I always thought, and I know Drew frowns on this, but I thought you were trying to imp- empower women in your own weird way against the Hollywood system. Is that not true or true? Well, I think in reality, what I was doing is I know there was a supply demand that needed to be filled, and I knew how to market it, <laughs> you know? But- and there are adults making adult decisions. Everyone wanted to do it. So it was nothing about forced into this or forced into that. Heidi, tell tell the story about the madam you became infatuated with when you were a teenager. Oh, that woman was weird. Yeah, I know, but this is a great story. Oh, Madam Alex, but she was interesting. Tell the story. It's a great story. She was a psychopath. (laughs) But Well, just listen. Go go ahead. Tell her her who she was, how this happened. When I first heard about Madam Alex from other girls and stuff, yeah. Growing up? Yeah, yeah. Well, growing up in L.A., I'm from L.A., I know what's going on. I'm right in the thick of it. And I remember everyone would go to Jerry Buss's Ocotillo Lodge in Palm Springs. The guy that, that now that he's died, has been beatified like like Reagan and Christ. Beatified. Jerry Buss. Yeah, beatified. <laughs> Jerry Buss, who paid my friend's girlfriend $5,000 to undress and masturbate in front of him. Oh, my God. I love like, that. Right? I love that. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well, but talk about the Madam Alex because it was a, how you how you came upon her, what you saw. Tell the story. Uh, well, well, you know, I always heard about her. Then I, I remember I was with Bernie Kornfeld at the Beverly Center. He was the billionaire I dated, and there was a really beautiful girl. Then she had a ton of shopping bags, and Bernie says, "Oh, she works for Madam Alex." So then, when I met, uh, finally, I don't. Uh, someone brought me to meet Madam Alex. I couldn't believe that this this like, this was the woman. Yeah. Bruce, have you ever seen this lady, her? Lady, no. It was this, this lady Russian the woman. She'll describe it. Let's describe her. Go ahead. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go plug my phone this in. Is the controller, Bruce. She's a great this is a controller of all sex trafficking in Los Angeles. High in Los Angeles. Wait till she describes Not a good role the model. She has a great way of describing her. It's just crazy, but it fascinates her. But Madam Alice, here was this, this Filipino woman who was like balding in the middle. <laughs> Who sat in her bed on her moo sniffing her cocaine with her fingers out of an envelope. 
with a, with a, with the with the fingernails. Oh. Yes, yeah. yes. And then she would touch her hair so she had that white stripe like a skunk. Oh. <laughs> wow. And, and, she, and why and did you why had, were you not repelled? Why did you find that fascinating? And she had a dial-up phone on her bed. Why did you find and, that I, I walked in and Barbara Streisand was on the couch one day. How could I not? You know? <laughs> What? Come on, Brenda Vaccaro sitting in there. Faye Dunaway. How could I? David Niven. How could uh, the the LAPD that was sitting in there? How could I not find it fascinating? And so, what did you do? Yeah. Ripped her I, off and became her. No, no, but she sat and <laughs> she studied. Was, she was going a little crazy at the time, and she definitely needed help. Um, she had been arrested, I think, thirteen times, and she had just gotten out of of jail, and she kind of needed help pulling the reins back in so i helped her with her airline tickets helped her i brought in a lot of beautiful girls because i was dating an over rich guy and i would bring all these girls to france with us or london where we went i brought in a lot of beautiful friends and i learned a lot but yeah i mean sure her big clients were don simpson was one of them and even when we separated our ways i remember she called me up i need help it's an emergency Two girls stole Don Simpson some fancy bathrobes, and Don Simpson wanted to put the girls in jail for it. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> irony. <laughs> Jeez. So let me ask I mean, you this, Heidi. I want to get to this point of 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 your vision of what you did because I know you've never written a book. When are you going to write a book? I'm still writing. No, you're <laughs> just waiting for everybody to die. <laughs> I'm still writing. I'll never write the book. To me, all that stuff, what I'm doing with the birds, that's what matters in life. No, but but a way to promote that. You need, uh, I think at the Me Too time in the world, need to know why you did what you did. I I, I wrote a Me Too about my birds. I was forced to live in a cage with someone I didn't like. I was raped every day. I screamed for help. And you blew cigarette smoke in my face. I wrote with me too. <laughs> well, was- listen, the, but but somehow I just always felt like you were trying to teach power and a uh, lesson. Is that not what you were trying to do? Well, actually, look at a woman should be in control. If she wants an abortion, it should be fine. If she wants to sleep with someone and get paid for it, she, that should be fine. It shouldn't be a man saying oh no you have to give it to us for free <laughs> you know it's that's these laws are archaic these laws are written so long ago all of them for when it was a bunch of white rich men running things where oh, different women than now <laughs> blacks were slaves jews were just demolished so you can't have all these laws they don't they're not gonna uh, that's why our society is changing with bitcoin with uh, it's taking the power away from conglomerations everything will start changing over the next five years this is going to be a big transformation for a country so and what is your take what is your take on, on the me too yeah movement? i've heard that yeah what is your take what is on your too? take on it um no one should ever be forced or raped or in situ ever no woman should ever do that but if you make a deal with harvey that he says okay sleep with me and i'm going to give you this role you get the part, and you get six Academy Awards or whatever, and then bitch afterwards. That's not cool. I thought you that see? would be your take. Isn't it more complicated than that, though? How's that? You know why? Because every situation has to be in context. It's, it's like resentment like, towards Harvey being in charge. 
Right, it's a power that's thing. That, it's a power thing. And I think that's what Heidi was trying to do. She saw this wacky world where Madame Alex wasn't treating the girls the way Heidi treated them. No, I she was did not there. treat them like I did. was there, Drew. I saw it. Yeah, the women fair. were, I it tell the girls, you, all, you can leave. You never, ever have to do anything you don't want to do, ever. And, you, you know, this is, it was for fun. She it, was it more was like, here's what, here's what I think. Madame Alex was a madam, was a pimp. Heidi was ICM. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you what. This is what kind of stuff Madame Alice would do. Her cocaine dealer. She'd get a new cocaine dealer. She'd buy, it, say, I don't know, fifteen hundred the first time. Then he'd bring it over the next eight times to her. For, and she, yeah, get you next time. Get next. So the ninth time, the guy would say, "Hey, can I get paid?" She'd go, "Yeah, of course. Come tomorrow." And then she'd have him arrested when he left. That's the <laughs> stuff she did. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. that's. That's she was crazy. Role she model. did things like that, you know. I, I still but, don't know what you're saying about Me Too. I, I still don't get. It's a good thing, right? That women okay, are okay. No, the Me Too. Well, look at it's every situation has to be taken in context. If like uh, Brett Ratner held some woman and locked her in the house and whatever, beat off on her and did all these things and wouldn't let her leave. That's not cool. You cannot do that. How is it different, though, than if somebody has a, a power over someone from an employment standpoint, or at least they're risking their employment because some, there's a power imbalance, and then they really they can't really consent to anything because they're clouded by that by that the, circumstance. Drew, there's also the person still out there that can't say anything because she can't lose that job because she has to feed her kids. Right. So, That's what I'm saying. The, yeah, there's a lot more to this. Like the woman who came out with the consensual, consensual sex with Matt Lauer, she was a beautiful news anchor. Yeah. And she told about yeah. her consensual relationship. Yeah. She made a lot of sense to the power and balance and how afterwards she felt, you know, yeah. just kind of used and creepy. Yeah, there, and, there, wasn't a, there wasn't consent because he's in a position of authority over her. And then the, you can't right, write a consent any right, more than a teacher, a student can consent to a teacher or a patient to a doctor. But know what's crazy? All the women out there who would have loved to have been sexually abused by uh, Matt Lauer, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, but... but... And, and I don't want to make fun of it. I mean, uh, oh, absolutely, Donna Karen. No one, no woman should ever buy anything of hers, ever. Absolutely. Well, why so? But... Oh, she's, she's, she, said some... she was kind of saying some of the same things you're saying. No, why? no, 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 not at all. Not at all. All I'm saying is, look it. Being an actress in Hollywood is so hard. And if he gave, if you made a deal and he came through and delivered, and then you're going to bitch about it, otherwise you would still be going on auditions. That's not cool. But yeah, okay. Isn't that if basically he is what holding, you, wasn't that what Donna Karen said? No, Donna Karen said that no, they should dress. Women are asking for it. Oh, by you're the kidding. Way dress. Well, yeah. she wants to share, sell her big bag dresses to everybody. <laughs> Yeah, the well, oh well, same women. She said women are asking for it. That no, no woman that went. You know, that's just it was. Oh, I'm wearing this short, so I'm asking to get raped today. That's nonsense. You know, that's disgusting. So well, no. there's nobody that and, really and she, believes that, do they? There's no, she that... can't. Well, she did, and she can't. There's no comeback from that remark. Okay, she made. well, what, so, you keep focusing it, on the Harvey stuff. There's been a lot more than the Harvey stuff. What about yeah, the Louis the C.K.? Brand, no, what's Russell your take Simmons. on What's your take on Louis C.K.'s thing? 
I think it's awesome how he handled it and said, I did these things. Yeah, but he but lost all that, his work. He's gone. He's, he cannot yeah, work but, now. But, but look it. He came forward. He can work through it. He should call his victims. He should try and explain himself. He should give all his money to a fund to help him. He should try and work through what he did. But look at this. Better than saying, I did nothing wrong. Those are the people like Bill Cosby. He's a necrophiliac. He should be in jail. <laughs> You know? I knew if we got Heidi talking about this, we'd get all the best <laughs> stuff. So let me ask you this. On the on the Russell Simmons thing, which I just found jaw-dropping. No, the right? The, did you read yeah, it? Yeah, Brett Ratner, so in Russell his, Simmons, his, masturbating his, on girls or something? No, wait. In his public, you know, uh, counseled uh, apology statement, he admitted to statutory rape. Mm. Did you see oh, that? Oh, I didn't see that part. It, it was you know, unbelievable. Look, he's saying that I had consensual sex with this, and he was lost the fact that she was 17 with years old. With my best old. friend's 12-year-old, you know? <laughs> it was crazy. So we're living in <laughs> but, crazy times, and we need to hear it from Heidi Fleiss. Uh, what, what will well, happen now? What's going to happen from all this? Well, I, I think that, look at that men won't be beating off on women. But also, <laughs> you know what? The thing with Russell Simmons, he's probably used to so many girls bringing him a DVD or CD and, you know, thinking he's going to do something. And then afterwards, he doesn't do anything. And the come on her face was then a problem, you know? It's a, it's a, so do you think nothing's going to change or everything's going to change? Because you go back and <laughs> oh, forth. Oh, I think a lot is changing. I think a lot, a lot should change. But I also think... Things are unfair. Like the Anthony Rapp who said, Kevin Spacey rolled around on a bed with me, fully clothed. How how is that? Like women are digitally penetrated and ejaculated on. And you're fully clothed and rolled on a bed for him for a minute. And that is really, that was traumatizing. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. Or, or what happened to Garrison Keillor? He touched somebody in the back yeah. during a picture. Or Al Franken. Some yeah. of those. Or Al Franken. Or, or like George Bush in the wheelchair, where yeah. he's like us. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And Parkinson's and his hands. I love Heidi. Heidi knows everything that's going on. Finger they were finger banged or something, you know? From from Pahrump, Nevada, Heidi flies, <laughs> living with a bunch of birds, knows everything that's going on in the world. That's what I love about her forever and ever. What? what would that, I know you have disdain for humanity. Do you have special disdain for men? No, I actually love men. I and, do, and so you, and I love, I love, I admire and respect so many people, and so, there are good people out there. Well, that's that's and, what I think I know about you. That's why I was surprised when you said, "Hey, man, he's a waste." I, I think you were being hyperbolic about the waste. Yeah, the I was being extreme, that. but there yeah. are good people out there. It's just my battle, you know, like I said, if I heard someone was trying to help captive macaws, I would think that there's some kook or a nut job. There's just a lot more to what I'm doing. It's, it's so lonely. It's so hard. And because it's not a human, it's really hard to make progress. But I'm making progress. Um, my friend Dennis Hoff is running in Nevada for assembly and hopefully should win. And another Republican, uh, Michelle Fiore, she's big out here. She'll probably be vice president one day. She's a big animal lover. And she's going to introduce some legislation to help the birds. So, so let me ask you this. Are the birds something, and we went through this years ago. So I'm willing, you know, I got a treatment center in Malibu. I'll, I'll have you come there and get off drugs for free. I don't care if you'll come. But I, we always hit this obstacle is what do we do with the birds? I have right? help with my birds. However... 
But getting free in the tri- getting clean in the treatment center. Oh, I is- knew you'd have some fucking backup. <laughs> no, that's easy. That's easy for me. Like when Stay we did clean. the show, it's yeah. easy when you guys are there and yeah. doing it. Yeah. It's, well, at it's least when come you leave get- that atmosphere. Well, yeah. least leaving come. that atmosphere. At least come. What's that? She's right. At least come for What's a month. Yeah, I will come. I will come. The the girl that had my Bitcoins took some. So I have litigation with the New York district attorney right now. As soon as that's resolved, I'm getting, my plan is to get clean. I was going to try and bribe Louisa for whatever she wanted. I don't care. $25,000 a month. I don't care. That's not a bad idea. She's the best. But but Heidi, every time I talk to you, I have the same experience, which is, we we gotta we gotta corral that passion and brilliance for good. No, we gotta <laughs> we get to, off Matt. Gotta get off Matt. Gotta, gotta get off drugs. And we need, so we here's need, the thing. We need you on. We need Heidi, you on the team. Resolve the Bitcoin thing. I'm gonna keep in touch with you. I'm gonna get your phone number. We'll text and stuff. I'm coming out to Vegas. You come to my place to detox and stabilize. Go to Luisha's place for out uh, for hanging out and be with Luisha. It's all. Yeah, I would. I like. I said I would pay her whatever it would take twenty thousand whatever per month to just stay with me so I can function in my own environment on a clean... All right, let's get figure it. it out. We're going to figure it out. Okay. We, we've, you know, we've talked long. about Yeah, we've talked about it over the years, doing something like that, but we we got to do something. Well, and, I never had finances to do it. Now yeah. I do. <laughs> that makes a big difference. Heidi, as always, we wish you only the best. The and, best. Uh, it's this really the it's, best. Yeah, it's always this fun to talk to her. And, and you're... you're and I, again, I walk away with the same feeling. Bruce, you understand know, what she's so. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. Don't you feel like she'd make a great professional? You know what I mean? If we corralled all that, used it for good, yeah, it'd be, yeah. It'd be so useful. I'm, I'm Maybe trying to Heidi. Save the birds. I know. I'm to help the birds. <laughs> I know. Maybe I know. Heidi is is that. I don't know. How it's can a, we help the birds? Yeah. What can people do? What, what do you want them to do? It, it's just spreading the word that, that you uh, look at. If you woke up every day and there was a cage in your house, would you feel comfortable with that? If I, had, if I had a bird in a cage? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. No. I would hate that. No. no. Or just, it's just weird that something that should be flying is in a cage. But society is just, they don't realize it. For instance, when I was arrested at my house for growing marijuana illegally. When was when that? The officers, <laughs> when the officers came to my property, like 20 of them, they're like, oh, my God, these birds are free. They're freaked out. They should be freaked out going, oh, my God, the birds are caged. Yeah. It, it's so it's just rewinding this thinking. It's cha- it's just changing to get people to understand they don't belong to caging them is wrong. And Drew and Susan and Bob and Bruce, they hurt just like us. They get happy yeah, they like did. us. Their emotions are the same as ours. They really are. Their and personalities are. That he, one that runs around biting at everybody. Is that guy still around there? Oh, it's pain. They all pain. They're they all pain. They're all pain. No, there's one that like, really bit okay, me right a couple now, times. Right now, four of my birds are off a few miles away exploring. Oh, okay. Last week, some woman decided she didn't like the way that I kept my birds outside and took captured one of them. Oof. Oh, I bet okay, you that didn't go over well for her. I, <laughs> and I just returned from Los Angeles and found out my bird wasn't home. Uh-oh. I went nuts. I put immediately $5,000 flyer immediately for him. I amassed a small army through Walmart, social media, and I got my bird back <laughs> by 9 p.m. at night. I, I and, Walmart and is what I'm saying. We need to use this for good. You understand? We need to use this energy for good. Walmart, Walmart is the center of Pahrump, is it not? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. You know, I, 
I had a call. I got the self checkout and returns all handled. The, the po- <laughs> posters and the the, the reward because people rat out their mother for a hundred dollars. So I got five five thousand right away. You know, and, and I wanted to give the money to someone because it was worth the relief. Oh, Heidi. Well, Have listen. you been to Pahrump, Drew? No, I've never been to Pahrump. It's, uh, my uncle lived there right near where she lives. Of course. It's a hell of a town, yeah. Pahrump. I want to well, have her back again. the Kardashian guy overdosed, you know, for the... La, la, uh, yeah, that was at your yeah, place, right? did you right? help him, Drew? Did you I, help him? I, I did not help him, but I have but spoken that, to people that Heidi, have. that was at the yeah. place that you took me to way out in the middle yeah, of fucking yeah, nowhere, right? Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I told you it was that place. I, I knew it, yeah. So, Susan, you would Isn't tell... Isn't that weird, Bob? Isn't it's it crazy so that weird. people actually would he, go there? Yeah, why would he end up out there? It's so weird. Bob, I, have a, I have a classmate that bought a house to retire there, and he's as straight-laced as can be, and I've told people I'm supposed to go out there and visit. And Pahrump? Pahrump? What are you doing? Does he go to that facility? <laughs> well, people go... Like, when I first when I first investigated brothels here, big companies pursued me. Like, have you heard of Celestial Seasons Tees? Yes. They, wow, asked me to run, they asked me to run a brothel for them. So I came out here with them to run a brothel. Would they sponsor and a podcast? I thought, <laughs> I looked at it like, no one's coming out here to get laid. This is insanity. You, you know. But Heidi, this is why you get this disdainful view towards humans. You get to see them at their worst. The you get to see wow. them the rest of us. Yeah, I do. Drew, so, I, that, you're actually right. So, Drew, yeah. what I, with Heidi, the birds. You know the Pahrump the 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 Country Club? We had the Forest Family reunion. Union there about 25 <laughs> years ago at the Pahrump Country Club. All my uncles just sat at slot machines, just smoking cigarettes yeah. and playing slot yeah. machines. It was the saddest thing you ever seen in your life. I, I'm telling you, out here, it's Velveeta cheese and Wonder Bread. There's no the architecture is a manufactured home. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you chose to live. Wow. You've got four million dollars in bitcoins, and that's where you're yeah. living. No, 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 no. It was I was really high at the time, obviously, because <laughs> I didn't realize. I mean, I didn't realize whatever in 2006 or seven when I bought out here that I could have bought an eight hundred thousand dollar house in L.A. or something, and yeah. and bought my birds there. I could have bought it right outside of L.A. I didn't have to move here, but I just wasn't thinking clearly then. <laughs> well, Heidi Fleiss, the lady of Pahrump. Susan, you want to invite her back right now? Yeah, we want you to come back, but we're going to get you a better mic. Yeah, we got to get a mic. <laughs> All Nate, right, I love Nate you. Is, I'm going to get your phone I'm nice number. I'm talking to you guys. Okay, Nate, Heidi. Nate talk soon. And I would do celebrity rehab for free, okay? <laughs> visit, us, visit us out here when you're out here, all right? All right. Okay. All right, we'll see nice you. Cool. Okay, bye. bye. She's we'll the best. Oh, I have her number. There it is. All right. And we'll say, good, we'll say goodbye to everybody as well. Uh, bind everyone to check out .com, the family of podcasts there, including oh. – oh, is Heidi still with us? Parrots First. Parrots First. Parrots First. The Parrots First is where you go to find out more about what you can do to support Heidi's cause. Uh, I assume we'll have on, on the episode page, we'll have that link. Uh, also, remind everybody to – Where's the information? There we are. The Dr. Drew Podcast, the Admin Drew Podcast, This Life, Weekly Infusion. It's all there at drdrew.com. And keep an eye out for a new health and fitness show with Mike Catherwood. Of course, don't forget our Facebook page. <laughs> and our friends at Hydrolite and our friends at the uh, Last Stop. What's it called? The Last, the last, last house. house. Which uh, we like. Rehab. Yeah, we like that place. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. 
the Dr. Drew podcast, the This Life podcast, and the Adam and Drew podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's News. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.